What is going on? Episode 19 of the Media Captain Podcast. Jason Parks. And Stephanie Parks together again. And guys, we have a fun one. We are going to talk about uh, entrepreneurship and, and real life entrepreneurship. So basically, we need to vent today, and that's what we're going to be doing. And I think a lot of people, when they hear entrepreneurship, obviously, they're seeing people post pictures on Instagram and, you know, life is great. Guess what Stephanie and I were doing uh, 10 minutes before <laughs> recording this podcast? We were cleaning up piss off of the bathroom floor because at 4.30, I took a piss in the urinal and the entire thing just flooded and it was chaos. And then we had to clean it up. And because who- that, that's what being an entrepreneur is all about. Sure, you get to make your own hours, even though you work a million hours. But you have to do literally everything. Everything falls on you. Everything's your responsibility. It's crazy. Yeah, and so when I think of, um, you know, a line always sticks with me. When I started the media captain, I was, I was 22. I was, you know, six months graduated from college. And I remember when I started working for myself, my friends were like, you know, and at that time, I think I started with two or three clients and my friends were like, holy shit, like you don't have a boss that you have to report to, like you can sleep in. And I said, first off guys, I can never sleep past 6.30. And second off, your boss is essentially all of your clients and the growth of the business and- Putting uh, food on the table, paying your bills. Yeah, and, and, and literally I was thinking of, it, at that time I was thinking of, okay, what is the cost? And, and you know, fortunately for me at that time, I didn't have kids, I didn't have a lot of overhead, but I was thinking, okay, rent, insurance, like these core, you know, foundational things. I was like, I need to be able to pay the bills on that. So while they were thinking it was sweet that I was able to sleep in, um, A, I wasn't sleeping in. I was waking up earlier than ever. And you are constantly thinking about the business. I think that's the the one common theme that we've had from meeting from other entrepreneurs is like, you don't meet that entrepreneur, at least we haven't, that just, it, you know, is in cruise control. No, you, you really don't. And there's nothing that annoys me more than when people say to me, that they are so jealous of my lifestyle because I get to make my own schedule, I get to do whatever I want. I They say, oh, do you wanna get lunch during the day? Do you wanna hang out? Will you run this errand? And they don't realize that I'm working every second of every day and no, I can't just get lunch or take a break or run an errand. And, and, and even, even for, you know, for me, I think one of the, you know, and I, I honestly feel bad for my wife in this whole situation just because like I'm constantly thinking, hey Al. yeah hey Allison um, I'm constantly thinking about the business and you know I, I I've been straight up with her I told her that like I literally hate vacations and the reason I hate vacations is because if somebody's working a nine to five and you take your vacation days you put your away message on and for the most part there's somebody to cover you in that situation there's somebody to help you there's someone to have your back there's somebody who whose responsibility it is is to manage your responsibilities while you're gone. Right, and, and the, when you grow a business, I mean, right now for the media captain, employees, contractors, we're, we're just over 15 people. So it's at the point now where it's gotten better because I have more people that I can trust and that can do things when I'm gone and that they can go to a designer for certain situations or the head developer, or a digital strategist. But still, there are so many questions that just have to get fielded through me. And when I'm on vacation, I'm just like, okay, yes, this is supposed to be relaxing, but I know at the end of business hours, like 
I'm out from nine to five, let's say, I am having an anxiety attack thinking about the yep. 150 I've, I've been there too. to 200 emails that are waiting in my inbox. It's, it's difficult and it is hard for other people who are not in this situation to understand. But when you own a business, there's there's just certain things that cannot be put off. There are certain things that can't wait for tomorrow. There, there are certain things that certainly can't wait a whole week or two um, or even a weekend. And you just have to take care of those things. And those things are always going to be in the back of your mind. And I think that it'll be interesting for everybody listening out there because if you're an entrepreneur, first off, hats off to you. It's uh, I mean, it's a tough journey. We're saluting you right yeah, now. It, it's a tough journey, and regardless of if you just started out, if you have, if you're a solo entrepreneur, if you have, uh, you know, a hundred employees, like it's, you know, it's it's tough. But I think Stephanie and I both deal in, you know, Stephanie's running the day to day of Derm Warehouse, the e-commerce store um, that sells dermatology, strength, skincare products. I'm running the Media Captain day to day. And that's the agency where we deal with clients. So we're just going to talk about some of the demands that go on as a business owner in each e-commerce and on the agency side. I'll let Steph start, but literally, you know, in the middle of when we were cleaning up piss, she was talking about how she's getting overwhelmed from a customer service standpoint. So Steph, just go into what your anxiety is throughout the, you know, throughout the day. So for me, and it's funny because from the time we started Durham Warehouse till now, I've gotten so much better and so much more relaxed about certain things. And Jason, you've even pointed it out. Um, But I, when we first started Durham Warehouse, I was handling every single thing with every single order. I was watching them come in. I was making sure they went out. I was dealing with brands. I was ordering inventory. A lot of that stuff I'm still doing, um, but we have somebody who is helping us and, and taking has taken a lot of that off of my plate, thank God, because I probably would be dead by now. Um, but now what I'm dealing with is a lot of customer service issues, and I'm, I'm struggling because I handle all things customer service because I... And I'm the one who can make all the decisions. I'm the one who knows all the answers when it comes to order information, when it comes to product information. And I don't feel comfortable passing that off to somebody else because I don't think that anybody can do it as well as I can. Jason wants to interrupt, I see. Well, and, and He's coming you, in. And you think of it like from the outside, you might be listening and say, oh, well, hire somebody from a customer service perspective. You don't understand the product knowledge. There are thousands of products on our site. The product knowledge that Stephanie has, and in order to train somebody on that, to get to the point where they're 60% as good as Stephanie would take over a year of her time and energy. Maybe and the, more. And, and maybe more. And those are the battles that are you know running through our minds. Yeah, so customer service is a big thing that, that worries me. And you know, not that it's it's so overwhelming from a time perspective that I can't manage it, but it's difficult because it's a lot of people complaining all to me all at the same time, or you know, every day, a lot of calls, and it's just, um, it's it's a big part of what makes up my day. And it's it's funny because when Stephanie, you know, you got to realize that now we're selling uh, hundreds of products a, a day, and it started where we'd be like fired up to get like three or four. When you hear Stephanie on the phone, when it first, when we first started Durham Warehouse, oh, thanks for calling Durham Warehouse. Like, where are you located? Oh, that's great, like California. And she'd be so enthusiastic. And now she's just like to the point. I think no, I'm pretty enthusiastic you, still. But you are. anytime an issue came up at the beginning, I would call Jason and I'd be like, oh my god, this person's upset. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm I would freak out about it. And now it's just you're, you're used to it, and um, you know how to kind of field the problems and you know how to, the, to handle the customers and you know what's going to make them happy or what's not. 
Um, if they're unhappy, you kind of know what you can do to get them to be happy again. And I think from, um, you know, uh, from, from Dermot, oh man, I just completely lost my train of thought, <laughs> which happens from, from, from time to time when running, uh, you know, multiple businesses. Yeah, but, but now I see Jason with the media captain and him having to, to deal with the clients and, and their requests, and I feel lucky about the requests I have to field compared to his. Yeah, and it's, I mean, running running an agency is uh, demanding. Like, I think I look at Stephanie and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this person complaining, you know, it's a $50 product and you need to do the best job possible to appease them. Hey, but you know what? Everyone's fighting their own battles, Jason. Don't ev- compare. I, I, I'm not. But like, your, yours is like these one and done battles. Ours are just, you know, you're, you're dealing, for us, we're dealing with over 50 clients and um, that's 50 different personalities. And a lot of the people that we're dealing with are small business owners or people in a, who are in a marketing decision and their sales are dictated on what we do. So like literally the success of their business, they're saying, Jason, help me out. And, you know, at first it just would eat away at me. Like if I couldn't get a client on the first page of Google and they were continuing to like complain to me, I literally would not be able to sleep. I'm better now, but I still like, I want to help these business owners out and I want to get them onto Google. So it kills me when they're complaining. But man, I have, um, I mean, I, I, and then after all of that, your toilet overflows at the end of the day. Yo, the toilet overflowing is the is the least of my worries. Yeah. But I was going to say uh, before going more into the media captain for Stephanie, like don't just take our word for it that like, oh, Stephanie's great from a customer service perspective. We signed up for a service called Trustpilot, which is great. That's where people go to look at online reviews and um, go, go type in on Google, Durham Warehouse Trustpilot. You will see close to a thousand reviews. You will see what people have to say about dealing with Stephanie. And for her, I mean, just like a, a one man shop doing all of that is ridiculous. And that's why it's hard to even imagine having somebody else do it because they know they couldn't do it in that I mean, how could you expect anybody else to care about your business and your customers more than you care about them? Okay, and we're, ta- and we're talking about customer service, but let's go through some other things just that's gone on in the last week, okay? Stephanie and I finished up our QuickBooks. We've done over 100 hours of training over the past four months. Is to get it? Yeah, to, well, pro- pro- probably more, to get well-versed in QuickBooks. So we're doing you know, the uh, a lot of accounting work. Granted, we have somebody helping us out, but we've gotten trained on QuickBooks and we're getting you know, uh, we're getting extremely well-versed on the QuickBooks side. On the media captain, I am handling, you know, the the invoicing and the billing, and Stephanie's doing the same thing with these manufacturers and drop shipping. Um, both of us on the digital marketing side, what fuels our business? It's leads that come in, you know, from Google Organic, Google SEO, uh, retargeting. Like, those are all things that, that we're running also. We're cleaning the piss off of the floor. Um, I don't, I've never done that. Well, you, until, until, until today, but, but yeah. not for Dermware. I gave you a look. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Come, come, come help me out. Um, so you, I was like, are you ready to record the podcast? And he was like, well, first I just have to clean off this piss. Yeah. So there, I mean, there are so, <laughs> there are so many different hats that you wear. And I think one thing that at least I struggled with as an entrepreneur and as a business owner is like, you can't get frustrated when you're doing all of these things. You have to enjoy the journey. And if you're just getting frustrated thinking somebody else should do it, um, you're gonna waste a lot of energy. And the other thing that I learned is I used to be like, oh my God, I want somebody to do this. You do not realize how hard it is to train somebody, to train them well, to- Keep them around. To keep them around. And by the time all of that is done, 
like you literally could have gotten so much of that stuff done yourself. So before you go hire an employee, make sure that you're ready to train. And in the back of your mind, no, it's not gonna be a year until they're really contributing and making it profitable. At least yep. that's my two cents. Making it profitable and making it easier for you because I think that that's the reason a lot of people jump to hiring somebody is because they think it's gonna make their life easier. And and maybe it will in the long run, that's what that's what the hope is, but you have to find a good person. You have to, you have to invest a lot of time and money into, the, into training them and into making sure that you can trust them and it doesn't always work out. Yeah, and, and I think another thing is that you have to, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship and, and owning a business, like your significant other just I has to be, they have to it's be- It's very difficult, it's very hard. Yeah, they have to be on, on, they have to be on board. And like, fortunately for me, my wife works like long hours and she is 100% supportive of me putting in 16 or 17 hour days, you know, because she works her ass off also. But like, if you don't have that, I, and, you know, it can be a burden. Yeah, it's it can be definitely, I would say more than a burden. It's very difficult. And it's hard to expect somebody to, to understand that. And it's hard to expect somebody to deal with that. Um, so I think it's a matter of finding somebody who can, you know who can who can work with you and who can be understanding and that's the thing is that things come up all the time when you don't when you work for somebody else when you're not running your own business a lot of times things can get put off sometimes not um but sometimes you know you have plans and something comes up and it's just something that you have to deal with and there's nothing you can do about it and i think before starting a business you just have to be so transparent with your significant other, you have to tell them that like, look, this isn't nine to five. There's gonna be evenings that I'm working. There's gonna be weekends that I'm working. And like, you know, to be successful, maybe some people can do it just working nine to five, but I find it impossible. Well, I I think also from the other side of it, you have to be able to get to a certain point where there's always work to be done. There's always things that you can do. There's always more that you can be doing, but in order to make, you know, a, a relationship work or your social life work or, whatever, you also have to, at some point, be able to say, okay, at whatever time today, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna go to dinner or I'm gonna hang out with my husband or hang out with my wife. Um, so it's, and that's hard to do too because there's always, always stuff to do and it's it can be stressful putting it off sometimes. And, and I think, you know, for me, I, like I said, when, when you're owning a business, you're constantly thinking about it. Like for Durham Warehouse around Christmas time, we had record number of sales coming through. Mm. We, we had one email blast that was, we sent out $25,000 in revenue from one email blast. You think that's great, right? We had to order a shitload of inventory and our credit card bill, like we lost sleep over that, you know? And there's things that you're constantly thinking about. For me personally, like every day after work, I go on a run or I work out. And it's not because I enjoy running, I don't I, you know I don't enjoy really working out but like it is the one thing for me that I just do and it takes my mind off of it and even afterwards eases you know I like driving my drive to I thought, work I thought is... you were gonna say drinking <laughs> <laughs> well sometimes that too but I like, like when I am in my car on the way to work if I have more than like a 15 minute drive anywhere that is literally the only time ever where I'm not doing anything other than just driving not working, there's, I can't really be on the phone talking to customers. So I really enjoy that time when I'm just in the car. I never mind sitting in a little traffic because it's just a few extra minutes where I can you know, try to think about other things other than work. Yeah, I, I, a, a good drive is, is great. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, I'm just trying to. What what other? I mean, remember when you had to deal with like all the parking spaces? All of Jason's employees parked in this lot. Oh yeah, I got, I got. I got one I got, day they just decided get, they were closing the lot down. Yeah, I get I get 15 days notice that they're just shutting the lot down, and all of the you know all of my associates are upset, and obviously so. Like that just sucks, and like those are the sort of things that you just deal with. And even today, it's like yes, I cleaned the piss off the floor and like you know what though a plumbing company has to come to the office tomorrow that's going to cost me 150 dollars like shit just sucks sometimes you know but that is running a business and i think um also like you can't i i I tend to be just very hard on myself like when we lose a when we lose a client like i just am trying to think of everything we could have done differently but sometimes um, you know, and I've gotten better at that because we've grown, we have more clients, so it's not as big of a blow now. And sometimes there's not anything you could have done differently, and you have to realize that too. Yeah, and there's other times where we put in a lot of work, and like the client isn't uh, receptive, or they're not appreciative, and um, or even nice. Yeah, and it can be, and, it, and it's not just me. Like all of our, uh, you know, all of my associates at, at the media captain, like you know, we bust our ass and we put in a lot of hard work, and ultimately, like it's just. Uh, I think it's good to be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's yeah. I think venting. Oh wow, I feel a lot better. Do you? Oh my gosh, I feel I feel great. And um, yeah, uh, give us give us feedback on this podcast. We've been doing a you know a ton on just strict digital marketing, and we're gonna dv. You know, we're still gonna hit on those digital marketing ones, but we're gonna do a lot on like you know business ownership and entrepreneurship, and um, go from there. I think something that's gotten Jason and I both through everything is having each other to talk to. And we've started even talking to to more business owners because sometimes we're just like, well, are we the only crazy ones? But everybody else is who owns a business that we've spoken to is just like us. And it's very comforting and it's very nice to, to talk to those people and all the things that are worrying us are worrying them too. So in this, our hope is that, you know, you'll hear the worries that we have and the things that are going through our minds and the things that we're losing sleep over and you'll be able to relate um, and, and feel a little better knowing that you're not you're not the only crazy one. Yeah. And, and I, so I've heard this from somewhere else, but like when you own a business, you're on your own lonely island and it almost feels like there's nobody else there and then when you actually talk to somebody else who's a business owner it's, it's like you found that other person on, on an island and it's great being able to vent to them and like Stephanie said here you know hear all of their frustration and pain points um, but you know what also with entrepreneurship there's you know we're kind of bitching and moaning here but there's uh, so many rewarding things when um, you're teaching employees new things when you get new clients when you grow the business um, when someone writes a great review about you and you know when you have a win and there's a lot of those too and I don't think either of us would trade all of these hard things for all of the positives that come along with it at the end of the day and you have to learn from the losses like there's been losses where it's like you know what we didn't have a skill set in a certain area and when I was able to hire for that position like based off of those losses I feel like we've improved so much from you know from that so uh, well hopefully you got a lot out of this Um, do us a favor leave us a review on iTunes on Google Play Um, we'd really appreciate it that's how we grow if you have any suggestions on podcasts just uh, shoot us an email info at the mediacaptain.com and uh that's that's it guys bye